0: Welcome to our Together on Mission podcast, where we seek to be with and like Jesus. Your host is Travis Twyman, the lead pastor at the Inland Vineyard Church in Corona, California. In this season of the podcast, we're going to begin each day in a gospel passage. Whether it's something Jesus said or something Jesus did, it's always something about Jesus. As we begin a conversation with Jesus that will begin in the morning and then last throughout the day, as we discover yet again how wonderfully irresistible Jesus of Nazareth actually is. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Together on Mission podcast. This is Travis, and it is Thursday morning, and today is the day that the Lord has made, and we get to rejoice and be glad in it, and I think we get to do that by walking and talking with Jesus, having a conversation with Jesus. And so we're going to start that conversation in Luke chapter 17 and then move into a time of prayer and journaling and just enjoying Jesus throughout the day because that's what friends that are friends of Jesus get to do. So happy Thursday morning. The title of the podcast this morning is Keeping and Losing. There are a few things that Jesus said and he said them over and over and over again. And actually, there's one thing that Jesus said. I mean, maybe there's just one thing that Jesus said, and he said it in all kinds of different ways, and he said it over and over and over again. Sometimes I'll say tongue-in-cheek that there is less to the teaching of Jesus than meets the eye because Jesus actually said one thing again and again, over and over again, again. In all different kinds of ways. And of course, when we think of people like Gandhi and what he said, you know, be the change that you want to see in the world. He said one thing. He did one thing. Martin Luther King Jr., I have a dream. And we know exactly what that dream was because he said one thing and he did one thing. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, you know, a house divided cannot stand. And of course, that's a, a quote from Jesus of Nazareth, but we know what Lincoln was talking about right there toward the end of the Civil War. And then Mother Teresa, right? She said one thing, and I'm, I should have written it down. Uh, you can do no great thing, but only small things with great love, right? These great men and women, these great teachers, they said one thing, and they were one thing because they were talking about the essence of life, and they boiled it down to one thing. And so I was reading Luke 17 this morning, and I'm just going to go straight to the verse. It's verse 33. Jesus says, whoever tries to keep their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life will actually preserve it. Whoever tries to keep their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life will actually preserve it. Jesus said that in all different kinds of ways, all the time, over and over again, it seemed to be the message of his life. And that's where his life came to a crescendo where he lost his life on the cross and truly gained his life as a result of God raising him from the dead. I mean, that's the message of Jesus, which means that there are ways in which we're holding on to our lives, to our detriment. If Jesus is actually correct If Jesus actually has a point with the message of his life, it means that there are ways in which we're holding on to our life, to our detriment. And it's interesting if we go up to the beginning of this passage, Luke 17 verse 20, once being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus says the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed. So this passage brings in the Pharisees. And as we know from the teaching of Jesus, the Pharisees are holding on to their life, to their detriment. And maybe we can relate to them. They're holding on to their life, to their detriment by being right, by winning the argument, by being in control, by pushing and pulling and having their own agenda. And of course, they probably honed in the art of doing it where it wasn't so cringe, but that's what they were doing. And Jesus says, in so many ways, you're not actually going to find life As you hold on to your life in those ways, because you can't find life when you hold on to your life, you have to let go of your life in order to find life. Now that's how the Pharisees were doing it. Maybe we can relate, maybe we can't, but Jesus also brings up in verse 26 and 28, just as it was in the days of Noah. And then verse 28, it was the same in the days, you know, when Lot was hanging out in Sodom. That's a... Different way to hold on to our lives. What people were doing during the time of Noah, what people were doing in Sodom during the time that Lot was hanging out in Sodom, right? It's a holding on to my life by doing whatever I want to do. Whatever feels right to me in the moment, what feels right you know in this evening right now in this season i'm going to do what i feel like doing and i'm going to be who i feel like being and and that's another way jesus says to hold on to your life and when you hold on to your life you will never actually find life because the only way to find or preserve your life is to actually let go of your life that is the message the life message of jesus and so We have to ask a very, very pointed question, and I just want to ask it. How are you holding on to your own life? That's the question. And therefore, missing the life that Jesus came to bring you or to bring me, Or in this passage, how are we missing the kingdom of God by holding on to our life? Maybe we could ponder that for a moment, right? Is it control? Kind of like the Pharisees, is it living any way you want to live or how you feel like those in the time of Noah or those in the time of Lot, right? Is it being so focused on this that you're really missing out on that and that is life? Is it needing to be right or play power games or passivity or unforgiveness or religion, right, with an obsession, Uh, of a good, bad paradigm where you're always good and someone else is always bad. Because Jesus is always saying, right, unless a seed falls to the ground and dies, it will not bear fruit. Unless you give up your life, you will not find life. Deny yourself and follow me or pick up your cross and follow me. Those are all ways of saying the exact same thing. And I, I think that Jesus meant this has a very practical strategy for life in every relationship, in every conversation, in every action or reaction. And I'll be honest, I've not yet taken this saying seriously. In fact, I was reading this this morning and it began to read me. And we always want to look for those moments when we're reading scripture and it begins to read us. And immediately I thought of the way, and I do mean the way that I'm holding on to my life to my life's detriment. And maybe you can join me by going there this morning and owning how you are holding on to your life, to the detriment of your life, and let's repent and let's see what it looks like to really learn from the one overriding message of the life of Jesus of Nazareth. Verse 33, whoever tries to keep their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life will find it or preserve it. And you know, one other thing, before we begin to pray this morning, something else came home to me in this passage, right? Back to what Jesus said to the Pharisees in verse 20. The kingdom of God does not come in obvious, observable ways. So he says that to the Pharisees. And then part of why he brings up the people during the time of Noah in verse 26 and the people during the time of Lot in verse 28 is because those were seemingly normal times, and then the kingdom came, right? God moved. So what Jesus is saying to the Pharisees and the crowds listening is there's an urgency in this message to lose your life in order to find life. There's an urgency. We must be ready. It's it's important and urgent news that... Not only can you lose your life and actually find life, but you must now give up your life so that you can actually find the life that you were created for. And you know what we're going to find is that when we give up our lives, we're actually not going to give up anything about who we truly are, but we will find so much more than we are now. And so today let's, let's let go of our lives and let's be aware of what that thing, you know, the way that we're holding on to life, what that looks like specifically for me and for you. And let's follow Jesus in this open-handed giving up our life so we can truly find life. Let's ponder this in the presence of Jesus. I mean, what a great conversation to begin with Jesus this morning. Here's the question. What must you lose, give up, in order to lose your life so that you might gain, find, preserve life, and life abundantly? We'll talk on Monday. Thanks for listening to the Together on Mission podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by it today. If you had any questions about the Inland Video Church, our ministries, or our Sunday services, Feel free to connect with us on social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram. Or check out our website at inlandvineyard.org.